0: Support for MPB comes from the Mississippi Museum of Art in Jackson. What Became of Dr. Smith by artist Noah Satterstrom is on view now through September 22, 2024. Learn more at msmuseumart.org.
1: Welcome to our podcast, the Mississippi Arts Hour, Legacies of the Great Migration. I'm Monique Davis, Chief Equity and Inclusion Officer and Director of the Center for Art and Public Exchange at the Mississippi Museum of Art. This limited series podcast explores how food, music, and literature in the U.S. evolved due to the Great Migration. I speak with authors, chefs, and musicians, all with ties to our state. On April 9th, MMA will open A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration. This exhibition asks 12 artists to trace their personal stories through the Great Migration and explore their family connections to the South. We hope listeners realize the importance of this historical phenomenon had and continues to have on our many cultural aspects of our country. Thank you again for tuning in. In today's episode, I speak with musicians Queen Iretta and Johnny B. Queen Iretta was born in Tunica and moved to Chicago when she met Johnny B, whose family was also from Mississippi. In today's conversation, these musicians share how Mississippi hospitality brought them back to our special state. Alrighty, well... Thank you both so much for um, spending time with us today, and I'm glad I got to a chance to meet you in person. So, Queen, could you tell us a little bit about your family's migration story? Did your family stay in Mississippi? Did they move elsewhere or a little bit of both?
2: Well, a little bit of both. My family uh, migrated from the South when I was uh, very young at ages, like 10, 11 years old and uh, moved to Chicago. So uh, basically, that's uh, why my adult life, I was raised up in Chicago. But yeah, we did migrate from the South. And then I still have relatives here uh, in the South, in Memphis area, in uh, Mississippi.
1: And sir, how about you?
0: Oh, myself, yes. My uh, parents was from Mississippi. My mother was uh, out of Chula and uh, my pops was out of uh, Cleveland, Mississippi, and they uh, linked in Chicago, and they brought me to the world.
1: So have you always lived in Jackson or have you lived other places in the state?
0: I was born and raised in Chicago.
1: Oh, okay, so what brought you back?
0: Well, uh, the cold. (laughs) I love Chicago. (laughs) I left Chicago in uh, 1999 and went to Minnesota. Uh And it's even worse down there for its winters. And so uh, we left uh, Minnesota in 2016 to Jackson, Mississippi, northeast side.
1: And so, Queen, is that the same story for you? Where did you go and come back?
2: Yeah, when we left Chicago and moved to Minnesota, uh, We stayed out in Minnesota, like uh, my husband said, for 22 years.
0: No, we stayed out there about 17, 1999 to 2016, about 17 years.
2: Okay, it was 17 years, but anyway, after the kids grew up, we decided to move south because I was familiar with the south and me being born in Tunica, Mississippi, so I was familiar with the south and the the heat and uh, the hospitality and all the good living down here. So uh, we just kind of uh, made a choice to come to Jackson since it is the capital. And and when I moved back, I didn't want to move back up in the hills like where we stayed, you know, when I was a child, a kid. I didn't want to go up in the snakes and the and the you know all that crap. So the delta, yeah, down in the delta. But we play in the delta a lot. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that's kind of the way. My same story, yeah. So. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the husband, it sounds like you have the cold, but um, Queen said it was the quality of life. And so it sounds, are you glad you made that decision to come back? Do you miss the cold at all?
2: No, I don't.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> I don't even want to go north in the wintertime.
2: We, we still have relatives up north in Chicago and Minnesota. And when they call and me talking about those negative zero days, I'm like, Oh, right decision, and we walk walking around in T-shirts outside. So
1: yeah, I don't, I don't never miss it. I, I don't miss it at all. Mm And so when you say, um, like, the quality of living, say, say more about that. What does, what does that mean for you? Well, the
2: quality of living, I would say, you know, with the uh, inner cities in Chicago and Minnesota right now, they're having so many problems with. Uh, a lot of violence and gang violence and murders. Uh, when we came south, I mean, Jackson has you know has their crime, but it's not as plentiful as you know being up north. So, I mean, I feel a little more comfortable and a little more safer, you know. Uh, and like I said, the people down here, they they show you a lot of hospitality. As far as, I mean, when we came into Jackson, it was with open arms. They you know really embraced us and. You know, got us working all over Mississippi now. Uh, tomorrow night we'll be playing up there in uh, uh where is that?
0: Golden Philadelphia. Moon
2: Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, Philadelphia at the uh, Golden, Golden Moon, Moon Casino. Casino for oh, the Chino. weekend, and uh, and then like you guys got us down here to the museum, and uh, we did the marathon last weekend here in Jackson, so. I mean, Mississippi's been good to us, uh. and they want
0: us back. <laughs> and they
2: want year. us back next year to on head. the main <laughs> stage. Yeah, <laughs> I
0: say the head oh, behind. that's
1: that's exciting. Uh-huh. Well, congratulations! Yeah. Thank I you. know it's a big deal to be on the main stage, not one of those like satellite <laughs> stages.
2: <laughs> well, we started out on the satellite stage, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this year all the runners they really enjoyed our music, and and the guy that organizes told me that everyone came by said that. It was good, yeah, great. So he said he wants us on the main stage uh, this coming year. Not to count this year, we'll be traveling out of town quite a bit. Uh, we're getting ready to go to Montana, and then we're going yes. to Florida, and we're going to Africa.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, yes. that sounds exciting. Yes, well, it's, that's, it's that's, exciting. Yeah, that's a robust uh, tour agenda. Yeah, I got a, t- a call this
2: morning. A uh, guy wants us come to what is it? Bonus Aries. Bonus Aires. Am I saying that uh-huh, right? Yeah. Aires. Yeah. So we'll be working on that for 2023. It's just a, a lot of stuff coming up that we're going to be doing. And But Mississippi is our home now. So this is where we're going to, you know, lay our hat. Unless, <laughs> unless better off come up somewhere. <laughs> yes.
1: So what effect do you think that, you know, having being from Mississippi and grounded in Mississippi has on your music?
0: Well, you want to answer well, that? Well, uh, actually, you know, I, I uh, learned uh, music uh, as a very young guy, and uh, I learned there. So when I played, when I went to Minnesota, I didn't change my style so much, you know. I might have uh, uh, learned some tunes that other bands was doing, but uh, my style and my voice haven't changed.
1: Mhm: And Queen, how about you? How do you think it's impacted the way you like interpret music? Who are your, you know, your idols or the people that influence your, your style?
2: Well, when I grew up in the South in the '50s, uh, they was listening to a lot of blues, with, and uh, Coco Taylor was my main mentor at that time. At 1965, I learned her song that his song she came out with Wayne Dane Doodle." And so uh, when I got in Chicago and in my adult life as I started to grow up and when I met Johnny and we, you know, I started hanging around with him on different open jams and open mics and sets, you know, I would always sing that song because I learned it at eight years old. So she was one of the mentors. I I like Etta Etta James. Uh, It's it's, it's quite a few. I, I do all genders of music from i would say from gospel to soul to rap i mean i do a lot of uh styles but when it comes to i uh, uh my specialty i think it would be the blues because blues is uh you know it's i can feel it more when i'm you know when i'm performing those uh songs so yeah that's those are some of my idols um
1: and johnny b how about you who are some of your musical influences well
0: uh <laughs> You know, I started off on piano at uh, three, I guess, and plucked around until I learned chords. But when I turned seven, Pops put a good in my hand, and uh, at that time, you know, B.B. King was hot. So I uh, learned uh, two songs by B.B. King, and that's Everybody Want to Know Why I Sing the Blues and The Thrill Is Gone. <laughs> I, yeah, I learned just by ear, putting on the records, mm-hmm. learned by ear. And then after that, you know, James Brown was hot. Learned some of them tunes, and then by that time in high school, it was Santana, Pink Floyd, <laughs> you know, and all that kind of stuff on stage. But uh, later on, you know, I just I just uh, became a popular demand for rhythm guitar in Chicago. So uh-huh. I did it until I uh, developed my own band, and uh, when when we left for uh, Chicago, went to Minnesota that's what me and my wife really we went strong as a a team so uh and we've been going at it ever since so
1: so how long has that been have y'all were y'all a musical team before you were a married team how does that work we've
0: been married uh 36 years be this year 36 years june the 27th so we've been together uh playing us about 25 years, 22, Mm -hmm.
1: 25, something like that. Yeah. Well, it comes through the, um, you know, I I was telling um, Queen and you both when you came in this morning that I did have the pleasure of seeing you perform at one of my um, friends places Frank Jones Corner and Ferris Street and the chemistry between you all is really exciting. So I'm um, so glad that uh, COVID is releasing its grip and um, people are <laughs> beginning to see live performances so I can't wait to see you all again. So do you think your music would be any different if you were born someplace else? Do you, You know, if you were from another country or another state, do you think you would still have that kind of, you know, connection? Oh,
0: yes, because like I was in Chicago, I learned the Chicago style of way of playing guitar. But if I had grew up in Texas, I would have a different style of playing. If I grew up, you know, in other areas, I would have a different style of playing. I can't deny that. But by me uh, learning of the Chicago style and it's just it's just locked in so.
1: And Bee, how about you? Do, do you think your song styling is diff- would have been different if you were from a different place? I think
2: that uh, by me being born in Mississippi, that's a route that will never leave. Uh, even sometime when I'm performing or talking, just talking to people, they can still hear that southern accent and that's That's been over 50 years. But, yeah, I believe it would would have been different. But uh, right now, we're working with... uh, By me living in Chicago so many years and going up on Chicago Sound, I always uh, classify our music as Chicago-style blues with a Mississippi twist. Uh And I'm the twist.
1: Uh And you're the twist. I'm the twist,
2: yeah. Chicago... Over here, and I'm the twist. So we, we mix it up so uh, uh, much. I mean, uh, we get into, uh, we can go into deep delta songs, uh, raw, so low, dirty blues, and then we can go upbeat to uptempo blues. So, you know,
3: uh-huh.
2: that's, that's what I mean when I say a Chicago sound with a Mississippi twist.
1: So what kind of music do you remember growing up with? I mean, Johnny, you mentioned some already, like uh, James Brown and BB King. But what did your parents or your grandparents listen to? Same thing. My dad,
0: my dad was a musician too.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, he played piano. You know, a little bit of everything: drums, bass, guitar. His thing was guitar, though. Like me, I can play bass, drums, keyboards, but my thing is guitar.
1: And Queen, how about you? What did you? What did your parents or grandparents listen to? What music was in the house?
2: Well, blues was in the house. My grandmother she loved Arab King, you know, uh, uh, Jimmy Reed, uh, all those old blues players. My granddaddy he liked the Muddy Water and the Howling Wolf. So uh, now me, I was all over me being a kid. I listened to it because she had no other choice. But uh, I would listen to People like the Supremes and uh, the Temptations and, you know, the Motown sound. So a lot of that stuff grew up in me, and even now when we hit the stage, you know, we uh, we just not stuck to one gender of music all night. Uh, we play all genders of music. So... That kind of gives everybody a little something. We do a little bit of country, a little bit rock and roll, uh, uh, jazz, R and B, blues. blues. So you know, it gives everybody in the audience something to feed off of. You know, you just don't want to. You know, if you're on a blues stage and you're doing a blues uh, festival or uh, or something like that, yes. Good, but when we're playing F. Jones, Frank Jones, uh, Iron Horse Bar and Grill- You got to
0: know some tunes.
2: Any place, you know, yeah, you got to <laughs> uh-huh. know a lot of tunes and so that's kind of where I'm at. I listen to, I love the Supremes uh, when I was growing up.
1: So if y- there was one like iconic song for you, whether you all perform it or not, that just reminds you of home. Um, in Mississippi, and the kind of that Southern hospitality, and the things you reference, Queen. What would it be for you?
2: Hmm. A song that
0: us. Well, it's a song I created that I'm kind of fond of. That's going to be on the recording, mm-hmm. and that's uh, Mississippi Jump.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I was listening
0: listen- to these cats, uh, these Hill guys, uh, Robert Kimbrough. and uh, yeah, Robert and Dwayne. You know, they got a certain style, you know, like their daddies had. But uh, uh-huh. I kind of dug it, and I, I put together a tune. <laughs> In fact, I played it for uh, Dwayne, and he gave me the thumbs up with it. So uh-huh.
1: So is there a way you could give us a few bars of Mississippi Jump? I bring my guitar. <laughs> oh, you need your guitar? You can't do it a cappella.
0: Oh, with my voice?
1: Or Queen, because Queen now it. Just, yeah, I mean it's, it's, a all, it's, it's an
2: instrumental, right? now. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's an instrumental. There's yeah. no lyrics. Okay, yeah.
2: but we okay. are we are doing a, a new CD this year, um, and uh, we got some great tunes on there. Some songs that I wrote is one that I'm really getting a lot of feedback on it now, and we haven't even recorded it. Yeah, uh, we did it at um, uh, Bentonian Blues Festival last summer. And then we did it at the uh, 44th Annual Blues Festival up in Greenville this summer. And uh, we got a good writer from Jackson on. I don't know if I can say this, but grown-ass woman. I -hmm. can say
1: that. I think you can. I think you just did. Okay, (laughs) I'm looking around and I'm like, (laughs) I
2: mean, grown-ass woman. And and this is a song that I wrote about not for... Well, it was not for the men that take care of their women, but for the ones that don't, I call them the broke ones. But anyway, the song is good. I I got a, a text this morning about that song, so that's a song gonna be on the album, and I don't want to sing it.
1: Okay, I'm not gonna pressure you. I'm not. This that's it. I I did my one shot. I'm not gonna ask again. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll wait for the I'll wait for the album.
2: Yeah. We would probably do a, a, a release party, something at F. Jones or something, you know. And once we thought about it, we got to kick it around a little bit. But great song, great music. Uh there's some other songs I did. Um, one is called Pink Warriors. It's about uh, uh, people that has had cancer, some lost a loved one that have cancer and dealing with those issues. And I did a beautiful song on that one. Uh, it's called Pink Warriors. Um just a lot of a lot of good songs gonna be on this album, so I'm excited about doing, and I can't wait. Uh, Johnny Heaton composed all the music to it, so he got that part of it pretty down pat. We're just waiting to get everything together to record.
1: Well, I'm excited about the release, and and hope that um, Jackson, Mississippi is one of the per- first places that gets to hear it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. I'm gonna push it to be played over the over air. Yeah. On the radio. Maybe if it makes awesome. the DMAs, Okay. Yeah.
1: So while you all were in Chicago, did you meet a lot of transplants or people that had migrated from Mississippi?
0: Oh, everybody was from Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> everybody.
1: All the everybody.
0: The they was even raising their kids with that Mississippi law.
2: Mm-hmm. Like a, like a Mary Lane, she's from Arkansas though. Yeah. Uh, Norjean, she's from Greenville.
0: Yeah. Everybody's uh, up north from Mississippi.
1: So that's just a con- that's just common and expected. So did did you all like have reunions or how did you stay in connection with people in Mississippi? Did you all come back for the summers when you were in Chicago?
0: Yeah, as a kid, you know, your parents, their vacations on their job, they'll take you out to their parents' home. So, yes, I've been to both of my grandparents' home. Yeah.
1: And what, so I think my closing question is, like, what inspires you about in Mississippi and why do you, you know, continue to stay?
0: Well, I continue to stay because it's, it's nice and warm. I'm, I mean, really, if you ever lived up north and you had to deal with that snow and that cold, you can understand which where I'm coming from. But yeah, I like Mississippi because of the weather and the peoples I find, and nothing really changed about us. Me and my wife been doing it together for 36 years, so. Ain't nothing really changed about it. Everywhere we go, we take care of ourselves and our family and grandchildren.
1: And Queen, how about you? What inspires you to um, stay connected to Mississippi after y'all? I mean, because you're going to Buenos Aires. I mean, you, you know, you're going to the beach. You're going traveling all over the world, so. Yeah, we're what... traveling,
2: traveling internationally now. Uh, what, what inspires me most about being here in Mississippi is I was born and raised up down here. Uh, I know what to expect from the Mississippians. Uh, And as I said earlier, uh, since we've been here, we've been working non-stop. You know, uh, most venues and bars and clubs and restaurants, they open with open arms, they, you know, they've been giving us a lot of work and having us to come back play over and over and over again. So I love that about Mississippi not being having to sit, you know, a week or two or a month before you get a gig. They, this is the home of the blues. And I think as far as uh, the uh, music that we do, we're in the right place by being here in Mississippi. So that's my inspiration is for, for being here. Yeah.
1: Well, thank you all so much for spending This live half an hour with us, and I'm excited to hear your new album and original lyrics and compositions when it comes out, and hopefully see you perform it live. Oh, yeah.
2: Well, thank you for having us.
0: Thanks for having us, yeah.
1: Okay. All righty. Thanks again. Thank you for joining us today. This limited series podcast brought to you by the Mississippi Museum of Art, in partnership with the Mississippi Arts Commission and Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Learn more about the Mississippi Museum of Art and our upcoming exhibition, A Movement in Every Direction, Legacies of the Great Migration, at msmuseumart.org. We would like to leave you with this original composition from Johnny B. and Queen Iretta. Let's party right!
2: Hi, I'm Ryan Dennis, Chief Curator and Artistic Director of the Center for Art and Public Exchange at the Mississippi Museum of Art. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Johnny B. and Queen Aretta in our special podcast series. We hope you visit the Mississippi Museum of Art and experience the hospitality from our state mentioned in today's conversation. A movement in every direction, Legacies of the Great Migration is on view until September 11th. The exhibition will be free on Sundays throughout the run of the show. To learn more, please visit msmuseum.org or on our social media at
1: msmuseumart. See you in the galleries!